Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to the program. It's hour two of the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Can we please go to the email back? Right now? Please. Is it good news or bad news? <clears throat> it's bad news. Mail Mike, before you joined us just yeah. moments ago, yep, we did the search bar showdown. Oh, okay. Hour one. Sure. Everybody's loving it, right? Yeah. Oh. Rita sent an email after I teased <laughs> it. She said, search bar game. This quote-unquote game is not entertaining. Please stop. I turn off the show when it comes on. So people sometimes say that I don't respond to emails. I responded. And I just said bye-bye. Then I would was, not have said that, Rita. Thank you. Then there was another email that came through from Sarah, who I actually thought was one of my freaking friends. She said, sorry, Love you guys, but this game is not entertaining and, well, <laughs> boring. <laughs> Sharon Lee sends an email. Hey, Sharon. I don't like it either. <laughs> hang, hang on. Listen. <sighs> boring slash no value slash no significance. Yuck. However, your show is my favorite show. <laughs> I listen all day, as do the dogs I groom and hug. So mm-hmm. I don't turn you off, but hey, it's got to be something better, eh? Yeah, eh? Uh, it's okay. You can't win them all, you know? I really thought it, we were onto something there. Sheila sends in an email. Love your show and listen daily. Thanks, Sheila. But please kill the search bar showdown. <laughs> it is stinky. Stinky. Wow, that's good. Donna, what do we do with all of the other people who were losing their minds over the game, loving how it awakened their brain and was a uh, wonderful example of curiosity? All um, those people. Maybe we should try to hear from those people. Yeah, we, we haven't heard them from to... them per no, se, right. but sometimes their silence speaks loudly. Right. Let's right. go to the phones. Let's take all it hot, right. cold. We don't care. Whatever. Hi, if you just heard a... You're on the air. What's your name and why did you call? Uh, Jenny, and thank you, Rita, for blowing the lid open on this pretty stupid radio. Okay. That's well, all I have to say. Wait, wait. And I say bye-bye to you, Steve, when this when that segment comes on, and I switch my station as well. Okay, no, no hang on Steve, a second. Steve, why are you... Thank you, Rita. All right, what? now wait. Wait, stay there. Hang on. Okay. Tell me what it is about the game that infuriates you so much. Oh, it doesn't infuriate me. It's just completely boring. If there were maybe three letters or even two letters, you might have a chance. Don't give him any ideas. Wait, do you mean, do you mean no. like you want me to put like BL, like two letters? Is that what you mean? Well, you know, another thing I'll tell you is that infuri- Amazon infuriates me. When you go and put something in the search bar now, it doesn't give you what you're looking 
what you're looking for. It gives you what it wants you to look for. There's fairness to that. So, but since I have you, and since you have eloquently <laughs> expressed your opinion on Search Bar Showdown, and hurt my heart a little bit, while I have you, I have put in the letters BL into Amazon's <laughs> search bar. Since the game is going away, just take a guess. Name one of the 10 items that comes up when you put in BL on Amazon. BL? B as in boy, L as in Larry. Okay, boy as in Larry. Um, blow pop. Oh, good blow one. pop did not make the Blanket. list. Blanket, Blanket did not make the list. Now you're blow invested dryer. in the game. Blow dryer. Oh, blow, blow dryer. Oh, look who's playing the game see, now. Look, see what he's doing. <laughs> blow dryer did not make the list. Hey, Rita, give us a call. You want to play? Let's go to the other yeah? line. Let's see who else All is right, calling. We'll Thank you for listening. Bye. Uh, who else is on the phone? Hi, if you just heard the noise, you're on the air live. Who's calling and why? It's Alan. Alan, you're my freaking boy. Yes, you're Steve. But I got to be honest with you, man. It's time to old yell at it. What do you mean? <laughs> People were loving this game. How do you? Yeah, but why do you it's think just that? A, just assumption. You don't like it, Alan, huh? Not really, no. All right, well, we have BL up. Do you want to, since the game is going away, since we're going to shoot it behind the shed, as you just suggested, should we uh, have you give us a guess? BL, would you put BL in on Amazon? <laughs> what comes up? Uh, blame Steve for this game. Yeah, <laughs> blame love Steve. It, All Ellen. Right. Uh, bye. Okay, bye so we do see. have an email that says uh, this is from Sheila. In she support? Sa- Not necessarily. Her question is Did you ever do the favorite number game? If you did, I must have missed it. Maybe for the search bar, <laughs> do two letters instead of one. We did. Oh, we did. she means two different. Competitive. Okay. Um, there was a time, Mike, I don't know, remember if you were here or not, but we opened up the phone lines because Steve wanted to oh, yeah. hear from people. I was running the board, yeah. Yeah, what's your favorite letter? So people would call up and be like, hi, L. Okay, thanks for calling. Bye. That was it. Hi, my talk. Um, I'm going to go with M. Okay, <laughs> Bye. <laughs> that was great. Should we bring that back? As producer, there's certain segments I like to save just for future use. But I know that's going to be, you know, Oscar, or not Oscar worthy, but that's going to be uh, award winning, uh, that segment right there. So I've got it saved on Could be featured in a best of show yeah, for someday. Sure. Exactly. Holiday you know, show. I really think that you all at home can probably figure out who comes up with which games. <laughs> who else is on the phone? Oh, uh, wait. Hi, let's just take it. Here we go. Right. Everybody's hurting Steve's heart day on Friday. Hi, you're on My Talk 1071. I'm get, guessing you called to say that you hate Search Bar Showdown? Hi. Um, no, I was actually calling to support you. Queen. I feel a little bad for you. You're getting a lot of hate, so but, I wanted to be on the opposite side. May I just ask, though, and I just love where your heart is, and you are empathetic and probably a really good friend to those around you. That being said... It doesn't sound like you actually called in to defend the game. It was more just you felt bad for me. That's why you're calling? Um, yes and no. I actually do enjoy listening to the game. I like to play along. But I agree with some of the people that say, you know, we could maybe do two letters or three letters or kind of like, you know, spruce it up a little. I like the timer thing <laughs> today. Sprucing. I think there's potential, but, okay. you know. All right, you there's been a call for sprucing. Try. You can't just poo-poo everything that comes on. That's well, right. we also want to point out that this is your show, too. Show the people. Yes. So we do, you know, listen to your criticism and your mm-hmm. suggestions. Mm-hmm. So we're taking it all into consideration. 
Thank you for the call. Uh, is there one more person on the line? Uh, we have Stacy calling from Blaine. Uh, I'm sorry, Stacy emailing from Blaine. Oh, hey, Stacy. Love you all so much. Thanks, Stacy. But I'm glad it's not just me. I've been oh, trying to God. like this game, but I agree with everyone. And by the way, the subject, love you, but Rita rules. Kill it. Uh, let's see. So we got now a couple people of are going to, what's our state fair shirt going to be? I stand with Rita. Rita Strong. <laughs> all right, we have another call coming okay, in. Okay, we also uh, have three other emails. Hi there. Guten Tag. You're on the Don and Steve show. Did you call in to bash Search Bar Showdown? <laughs> I'm going to give you some support, Steve. What you need to do mm-hmm. is have audience participation. Mm, yeah. So yeah. you can have somebody call and they can say the letters. Yeah, we just go take calls for all of it. Like, hi, line one, what's your guess? No, that's not a bad idea because we did have, thank you so much for the call. Thanks for listening. We did have somebody who called in said they didn't like the game. And then what they do, they started playing the game, the old BL, blow pop. Right, right. Blow dryer. It's exciting. Right. Selena says, uh, I personally enjoy the search bar showdown more than the slow jam. Oh, boy. So now we're just, all right. We're just pinning one Okay, it's the pinata time now. Uh, We also have uh, Debbie. I adore you both and listen every day live. I know where this is going. (laughs) I fast forward through search bar showdown or turn down the radio for 10 minutes. Glad it's going away. Love you. Uh, Ryan, I'm all about this game and let me be the first Number 14. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle. Yes, Thank you, Ryan, Ryan, for including your favorite number. Uh, That'll be our uh, phoner for Monday. That's uh, We got to go. What do you want to do? You want to talk American Idol when we come back? Uh, yeah. Let's talk a little Idol because you're ca- all caught up. I didn't even realize you were still watching. Yeah. And you know what? A, I'm a caught up. And B, I took one of my kids down memory lane and I said, do you want to see how this show started? Ooh. Season one, episode one, tell you how that went over. All right, and a uh, little more music news, too. You want to do that? Yeah, and presumably more hit piece emails from you, <laughs> our lovely my talkers. <laughs> that- Hello! Welcome back. Thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Do you want to go to the mailbag? Let's give the mailbag a second here. You can continue to send in your emails on your thoughts on uh, essentially a hit piece that was started by Rita mm-hmm. in hour one saying that Search Bar Showdown, the game that I created and was very proud of, and I said, we're going to take it on the road. We'll start it on Amazon. Then we'll go to Walmart. We'll go to Bing, Google. It's going to be incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, a bunch of people have said that they hated it, and just a couple of people have said that they kind of like about really they're just trying to support me because they feel like my feelings have been hurt. You can continue to send your emails in. We will get to them in a moment. But first... I want to talk about American Idol. Okay. Ever heard of it? I'm not watching this season, but yes, I've heard of it. You know, bummer, Donna, because there are so many great... There are every year. I There's I, a different vibe this year. Like, some of the talent is just crazy. And I'll tell you what American Idol has gotten really, really great at. Better each year is telling a story. That's what they're really great at now. They hook you in. You get the feels. There are some people that when they start singing, you know when some people just first note, you're mm-hmm. like, oh boy. You're hooked. That's good. Your voice is nice. They're in Hollywood week now. So that's when they've gone through the auditions where people come out and stand up in front of Luke, Katie, and Lionel. Uh-huh. And uh, now they send them all to Hollywood, and then they have to go through, and they do another solo audition if they make it past that. You know, it's like eight people audition, and then, all right, you guys step forward, front row, you're going through to Hollywood, back row, this is the end of the road. And they 
They now then go into duets. So that's usually where the Hollywood Week drama comes out. Because when they do duets, yeah, they're they, teaming up. Yeah, Some people want to stay up all night and practice. Right. Other people are like, yeah, I'm going to go get some sleep right now. And so that can make it a little challenging. That's where you start to see some of the interpersonal teams that they're so geeked. And then suddenly they just don't really like each other all of a sudden, which is just really fun. Um, which is really it, fun. It, it's just fun to watch. It's, it's very dramatic. It's a dramatic thing to watch. And some people care so much about it and other people were just like i think i got it and then they just move right on another cool thing they did was they brought back some old idols and stuff like that for this round and had people they could choose before their hollywood week audition do they want to practice confidence stage oh, presence interesting. Okay. and then they had some different people helping like them with it? different things um i'm gonna let you hear one guy here i'm gonna get him for you here in a second okay and uh his name is i am I am Tongi, okay? Okay. And I'm going to put this in for you here, Miguel. Sorry for doing this on the fly. You're all good. Um, Just put it in there. And let's see here. Why don't we go up to 204? Okay. And I'll uh, call for that in a moment. But this guy, Donna, he... I don't cry a ton when I watch TV or movies. I had a father of the bride moment. Sue me. And butterfly kisses once wrecked me on my commute. But I don't... I wish I cried more when I read things, when I watch things. He was um, talking about his father had passed away just a couple of months before he auditioned for Mm. Idol. And his dad taught him how to play the guitar, brought him up in music. And when they would play together, like in the living room, his dad would always sing harmonies and like all that. So his story was so beautifully emotional. And it it was just really, really touching. So he had people crying during the initial audition. This is him, but sometimes you can get swept away in the uh, story, and then it's like, okay, but how's his voice? So here is I Am Tongi um, in his first round of the Hollywood auditions, and this is an example of right when he started singing, I just thought, that's a really nice voice. He's got a really, really incredible voice. When he sang his audition song. He sounds like there's a microphone in his body. Yes. You know what I mean? Like inside his body. There's a really rich resonance to his voice. Beautiful. What's his name? Uh, His name is I Am Tongi. Okay. Uh, I am. Last name is. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. D-O-N-G-I. And uh, he grew up in Hawaii and now he lives like up in Seattle. He's trying to get enough money where he can get back to Hawaii, but it's so expensive there. Yeah. When he uh, did his audition song, it had, there was a line in it. It was about his, his dad getting, the song is about a, a dad getting sick. And then essentially the son starts to care for the father. And what's the line? It's like, I'm here to, now it's my turn to scare the monsters away. And oh, it's like yes. really beautiful, really beautiful. Oh. So anyway, that voice is great, but there's so many other voices where you're just like, oh, wow. And they tell these stories. So we're really digging it. I did take uh, a walk down memory lane a couple days ago and I showed Grayson, my son, who's really into American Idol. He is? Yeah, he loves it. And I, sh- I know it's surprising. I just remember being his age 
And whenever there were people singing on TV, I was so bored. As a child, I mean. You know what? Maybe it has to do with the stories that they're telling. They they really Maybe. just, everybody yeah. gets a story. So then I took it back and I said, hey, here's how it started. And I watched a little bit of the pilot episode, season one, episode one. Simon, Randy, Paula, the production value. Donna, they were in like a hotel conference room that I swear was getting used later that day. And it was, there was no backdrop. <laughs> they were in front of like the old, you remember the old milk commercials when they just sort of hung up that sheet? Yes. It was like that, yeah. like milk, it does a oh, body that's good. funny. And then he heard the judges saying, no, no, you've got to stop. Don't waste any of your money. It's terrible. You're just not going to find your talent. It, like Simon Cowell laying into them. And he was like, what is happening? I said, oh, that's, that's how it started. Funny. And they've really transitioned where now they don't make fun of people. They celebrate people. And even when it's bad news, it, you know, they deliver it in a soft way. But Katie Lionel and, and Luke, my favorite judging panel that they've had, they mm. are so, and they all say something meaningful. Lionel was so lovely to hear him talk. Katie's getting really good at coaching people too. Mid song, she'll say, wait, like give me more. And then she'll stop and say, wait, let's try this. And I want you to focus on this. And then somebody does. Kelly Clarkson's like that too. And then they do it. Yeah. It's like, hold that note longer because that word is more impactful. Yes. It's cool to watch the pros who are just excellent uh, do that. So anyway, we're really, really digging it. You know what I'm missing? What's that? Songland has that been on? I don't think it has. On you NBC? love that, so, that It was show. so smart, so good, different than any, different than The Voice, different than American. Give the Idol. elevator pitch for what that show was. So basically, the show was songwriters would come in in front of three judges who happen to be producers slash um, very noteworthy songwriters. They would pitch a song. And one of those judges would record the winning song. But they take a song raw with a guitar or just a piano or no instrument at all. And then they show the process of the song mm-hmm. with music and, you know. Um, let's add a bridge here. Or and- let's make this an upbeat song instead of a ballad. Mm. And, and then the final product is presented. And it is just, it's fascinating to watch the process of just this minuscule idea mm-hmm. of a song and then for it to become this beautiful masterpiece. Yeah. Where is it? I don't Bring know. Fortunately, it was canceled after two seasons. It was good, though. Yeah. It was yeah. really good. Anyway, hey, I digress. Um, we're going to play a game when we come back. 651-641-1071. Call now if you want to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. That. Hey, welcome back to the show. Donna and Steve at Hello. Just Service good on day. My Talk 1071. Where talk is fun. Nice to have you. Oh, good to see you all. Thank you for tuning into oh the my program. Gosh, we got more emails coming in about search for our showdown. We'll get to them after this game. All right. And time to go to college. college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. Oh, how the turntables. And as Michael Scott once said, we've got a new leader when it comes to the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. And that new leader, of course, is Donna Valentine. Yeah! No! What am I leading by again? Uh, three points. Oh, my goodness. 41-38 is now our third. Jeez, 41 to 38. Okay. I do really love how I, towards the end of that segment yesterday, I, I, was, I was doing the replay yesterday. I heard Steve say, we should just cap this at 10 because that seems like it'd be fair. <laughs> it just felt, stopped it right at that 10. That felt really good. And then all of a sudden, three more just kind of 
It was like they heard me slid in there. They're like, yeah, buzz off, pal. It is fun. So again, 4138, 12 donations. Huge thank you to everybody who gave those $100 donations yesterday during the Bids for Kids uh, portion of it. And a big part of the reason why we were able to raise $55,150. So super awesome. Also, the Ronald McDonald House, of course. Today, it is National Beer Day. Beer or beard? Beer. Beer, as in drinking beer, beer, alcohol. Beer. So we are going to enjoy. National yeah. Beer Day with uh, three questions that all have to do with beer in pop culture, and Gretchen is going to play along with us. Hey, Gretchen. Hello. Hey, oh, Gretchen. What is it? You crazy kid. Yeah. <laughs> Gretchen, what are you up to today? I'm about 5'3". No. <laughs> uh, she's funny, funny, too. I That's love it. funny. Nice. Oh, that's great. Um, I'm waiting for the man to come and take my VW. That's what I'm doing today. Have you given the man permission to take it, or do you do anticipate being carjacked? Oh, the, the first part, yes. Okay. I, I am, I'm willing to give it up. Nice. Would you, uh, you, did you just buy a new car or something there? No, it's just been sitting in my driveway and collecting snow. So you're getting rid of the car. Yeah. I see. All right. Congratulations. Good luck. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Yes, Gretchen. <laughs> Speaking of good luck, we hope that you uh, find luck and win the game today. The topic is beer and pop culture. You can team up with Donna or the underdog of this game. <laughs> down three points. Stevie Boy. Hmm. I'm going to go with Donna. <laughs> Gretchen. <laughs> Oh, Gretchen. (sighs) You are a national treasure. All right, bye, Steve. Don't go too far, because I don't want to have to go looking for you. All right, Gretchen, we're going to put you on hold. Come back with candy. You keep on listening, Gretchen, and if uh, Donna can't come up with the answers, we're going to come back to you. Again, beer and pop culture. Donna, are you ready? I feel like you came up with this topic because Steve is the underdog now. What do you mean? I'm just saying. I beer. It's been very down the middle. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, here we go. National Beer Day. This beer is a parody of the stereotypical mass-produced American lager. It's cheap, poor quality, and heavily marketed everywhere, yet Homer Simpson loves it. Oh, God. I don't know what he drinks. Meisterbrow. This is the name of the bar where Norm Peterson and Cliff Clavin often share beers. All right, cheers. This 1983 cult classic film inspired by two of the most popular SCTV characters shows Bob and Doug McKenzie, played by Rick Moranis and Dave Thomas, trying to scam a brewery into giving them free beer, but then they stumble on a much darker and ridiculous secret. I can't remember the name of the movie. God, what's the first one? Beer. Homer Simpson's beer. Oh, is called. All right, Whoops. Holly is so mad at me right now. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna get some help from Gretchen. Yes, maybe you will, Gretchen. Pulling you up here. She was confident about that second one. Uh, did you hear the questions? I did hear the question. Okay, on that first one, Homer Simpson's uh, loves that. What type? I think of beer? it's a Duff beer. Okay. Okay. We're gonna say Duff. D U F. Okay. okay. And then how about the last one? This 1983 cult classic film inspired by two of the most popular SCTV characters shows Bob and Doug McKenzie, played by Rick Moranis and Dave Thomas, trying to scam a brewery into giving them free beer, but then they stumble on a much darker and ridiculous secret. Oh. It's on the tip of my tongue. Oh, man. Oh, oh God. God. And it's like a catchy kind of <sighs> name. I can't remember that. I can see them, though. Going, yup, yup. <laughs> Darn it. All right. Well, 
we'll just cross our fingers Sounds and hope good. for the best. All right, we'll put you on hold. You keep doing that. All right. Again, we are playing the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Donna has a 41 to 38 lead now, thanks to the very generous donations yesterday. Oh, but man. Yes, thank you again, everybody. This is tough. Oh, good. I love hearing that. Hey, man. Hey, guys. Where's I just informed candy? Holly about what's been happening to Search Bar Showdown since she left. <laughs> she in tears? She seemed upset. Yeah, yeah she, she seemed, seemed like she really loved that. I'm guy. sure. Yeah. All right, are you ready to go, Steve? I'm ready. All right, here we go. Again, beer and pop culture. It's National Beer Day. We'll start with this first one. It is, this beer is a parody of the stereotypical mass-produced American lager. It's cheap, poor quality, and heavily marketed everywhere, yet Homer Simpson Duff. loves it. This is the name of the bar where Norm Peterson and Cliff Clavin often share beers. Cheers. This 1983 cult classic inspired by two of the most popular SCTV characters shows Bob and Doug McKenzie, played by Rick Moranis and Dave Thomas, trying to scam a brewery into giving them free beer, but then they stumble on a much darker and ridiculous secret. Oh, gosh, I don't think I know that one. I don't think I know that one. Oh, man. I have zero things coming to my mind for that. Bugger. Oh, man. I got nothing. All right. Nothing. We will uh, run through these answers. You both easily got that second one. Of course, Norm, Pete, Norm and Cliff hang out at uh, Cheers. The bar. Thank you for that one. <laughs> uh, the first one, this beer is a parody of the stereotypical mass-produced American lager, cheap, poor quality, and heavily marketed everywhere, yet Homer Simpson loves it. Uh, it was Steve knowing it was Duff, and it was Gretchen knowing it was Duff as well. Nice, so we are Gretchen. tied up at 2-2. Oh, boy. And the final one, 1983 classic, the brothers Bob and Doug McKenzie. The five people that watch that movie know what I'm referring to. Strange Brew is the there name of the movie. Oh, Brew. man. Uh, wow. Darn it. Stumbled across that movie at a young age, and I was never quite the same. Very, very good movie. <laughs> but with that, though, it means we're going to a tiebreaker. Okay. Right. All right, uh, Gretchen, you back with us? I'm nervous. Yes, I am. All right, we're doing a tiebreaker now, so I'm going to start this question. At any point, I will stop reading the question when you ring in with your name. That is your buzzer, and you can give your answer. Now, it's uh, Deval and our caller, Gretchen, with the opportunity to have two people going against Steve here, so use that how you may. Uh, We will uh, start things off again with this tiebreaker. It is going to be a question. So, again, ring in with your name. When you think you know the answer, here we go. Beer in pop culture. One of the more iconic moments in this powerful movie features inmates enjoying beers on a rooftop after Andy Dufresne. Steve. Steve. The Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank Redemption is correct. Steve's got it. Did you even see that movie? Yes. It's a great movie. Oh, I've seen that multiple times. It's one of the best movies ever made. Okay. He he carves his way out through the wall, right? Yeah, yeah. He yeah. Makes a tunnel. yeah. <laughs> oh, and the movie's like forty years <laughs> old. Yeah. It's on every single channel at every single. Is it on every it single is? Oh, I didn't know that. Right now, I it guarantee you, it's on. on. How old is that movie? Probably twenty-five years. Yeah, I'm sure there's documentation available everywhere. <laughs> right? Because isn't it based on a true story? I don't think so. Oh, I, I made that so. up. Yeah. Okay, it's I a know. Stephen King uh, book. Oh. Isn't it a Stephen King book? Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, and uh, he's got this little tool that he hides, um, and then he just starts chipping away at the wall behind a poster. And then when the warden can't find him, he gets mad and throws a rock against the the cell wall. And then, uh uh-oh. And there's a hole. 
Well, now you just gave away way poster. more than I did. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's a great movie. Oh, man, Gretchen. Hey, I'm Gretchen, sorry. eat it. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. I wanted you to win. Next time, team up with me, the underdog. I'm only down two, but I'm down. But you're always up. You're always up. I know. Yeah. Not this time. Not this time. All right. Thanks, Gretchen. Have yep. a great day, you guys. You, you too, too, Gretchen. Good luck with the car. Bye. And go to the email box. Could you oh, make it official? Right, do you want to? Okay. Yes, I'd like it to be right. official because it's very hurtful. People have been emailing about Search Bar Showdown, a game that I launched last week. Was very excited about. Thought we would start on Amazon, then we'd go to Bing, Google, Walmart.com, all over the place. Until suddenly, Rita popped the cork on hate, and everyone else was like, thank you, Rita. We want to say stuff, too. Gene Jr. says, hey, guys, I'm really surprised you didn't consult the king of games, Mike. I'm sure he would have said Search Bar Showdown is a no-go. Anyway, love your show. Have a fabulous weekend. Games. Now, this was nice. Uh, who wrote this? Uh, Susie said, some shows need games to spruce up their show. Your show doesn't need any games. We don't need no stinking batches. Oh, I wow. love the banter back and forth. I just love to hear more impressions from Steve. Oh, no, no. <laughs> uh-uh. Don't even try it. Uh, da- uh, Daniel the Painter says, Beck and I stand with Steve. We play along with the Search Bar Showdown, and everyone can caps lock, suck it. Love, Daniel the Painter from Canada. Search Bar Showdown. This from Mary. Mary? Mary. It was so nice to have Matt fill in for three days this week, so we didn't have to suffer through this horrible quote-unquote game. <laughs> Mary, I also skip over the part in your uh, that part in your podcast, or I wait until 10 a.m. to tune in daily, like today when I skipped the whole first hour. Just to avoid the game? We hadn't even played the game yet. Wow. <sighs> Somebody else. Um, this was nice. In case I'm not listening on Monday from <laughs> Sheila, 23. In case we might do the, the, the same where you just call in and say a number. Oh, that's funny. Uh, she also says, don't get rid of slow jam. That's my favorite. I like the idea of making Search Bar Showdown a call-in game. Don't let the haters hate. Love you guys. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. How about Bob? Oh, oh Bob. Hey, what the hell? Here, I'd Bob. kill the soup of the day segment. Boring. Okay, guys. We're not asking for you to just tell us which one you don't love, Okay. See here, Jenny. Steve, I love you and all your dumb games. The dumber, the more fun. That's nice. Mm. Uh, I adore you both. I listen every day. I fast forward through Search Bar Showdown. A lot of people have some pretty strong feelings about it. Sarah says, hope the game goes away and kudos to you guys for listening to us. After all, we are the listeners and we need to be entertained. Oh, now that makes her sound like the emperor in Gladiator where you're just like, go ahead. Entertain? Are you not entertained? <laughs> Look, I'm just sitting up there like, go ahead, radio people, entertain me. Oh, well, sorry if every segment doesn't just absolutely delight you. Did you read Sheila's? Oh, no. Love your show and listen daily. Please kill the search bar showdown. It's stinky. Yeah, oh, you did read that one. I like, I know, and T's and N's and K's and Y's. Sheila, you're funny. You're such a funny girl. Oh, wait, I should probably check Twitter to, in case a bunch of people oh, no. are voicing their support there, Donna. Uh, Steve, uh, yeah, that could be. That could be, my friend. Mm. Sorry, I blew up. No tweets. All right, we got to go. Okay. All right, well. Oh, okay. Um, Anybody watching Yellow Jackets? Never. Season two? Come on, man. 
Yeah, that's a thing. Well, I actually don't blame you because oh. it's getting real messed up. Oh, really? Tell you about that. Um, yeah, I'll tell you about it when we come right back on my talk. One. Okay. Good morning and welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. So I guess I'm alone on this island. The only one watching Yellow Jackets. Yeah. Man. Is this about, do they get stranded on an island and it's kind of like a Lord of the Flies thing? A little bit. All right. A little bit. All right. So what makes it a little different is that we go from pre-stranded on the island. Okay. So you've got this soccer team in New Jersey who is, uh, makes it to, I don't know, the Nationals. And they're going, I believe they're flying, I don't know, let's just say Canada. Plane crashes, that's no secret. Survivors end up in the Canadian wilderness and they are just trying to stay alive while hoping to get rescued. Well, season one, really good because what they do is they do a little parallel where they're looking at the the kids, their young kids, at the time that they were on the in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. And then they also fast forward to life today for the clearly they were rescued because we see them as adults okay, with their own families and like where they are now in life. But it also has to do with how that experience affected them for the rest of their lives mm-hmm. and like how messed up some of them are. Some of them are super successful. Others are bringing some of the things that are haunting them from their time on the, I'm saying on the island, I don't know that it's an island, in the wilderness mm-hmm. to how how they behave today. So the acting is really good, really, really good. Even the young people who are playing these older people, mm-hmm. really, really good. It's a little far-fetched, but it's so intriguing because there's no other show streaming or on television that's like this based on your description i think i might like this show because how you describe it sounds like it has elements of lost correct because lost did flashbacks and flash forwards very similar in that way and i as i remember watching it the first time this one it sounds like you know a bit more but with Lost, i don't think when they started showing us flash forwards you always knew that it was a flash forward oh because they're 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 adults yeah in both cases right well these are like high schoolers okay and then we flash to the adults i mean it's constant it's it'll go a little bit of this then a little bit of that then a little bit of this a little bit of you know today yesterday Yesterday, today. Today, oh. Okay, see what I did there? Anyway, anybody else watching this, give us a call. 651-641-1071. Okay, so there's also a little... Tell me if Lost was this way as well. Mm -hmm. There's also an element of supernatural undertones. Yes. To Yellow Jackets. Yours. Also in Lost. Yeah. You know, um, there's a plane hanging out there, Mm -hmm. you know, where they crashed. Yeah. Um... There's some, you know, there people die. Yeah. You know, people are injured. How do they survive? How do they eat? What are they going to eat? 
Yeah. Where yeah. do they go poo? They don't talk about the poo <laughs> as much in Lost. Anyway, it is it's dark and by dark I mean dark and dark. Literally dark on <laughs> right? the screen. Okay, yeah. That's... Like I'm like, damn, I'm not gonna lower the shade so I can actually see what's happening. That is annoying. That happens on multiple shows. It I does. feel like that Game of Thrones had some pushback thank in their you. latest season. Thank like, you this for, is so dark. Thank you for agreeing with me. Yeah. Because when I used to say that, I'd be like, no, it's dark. And you'd be like, you need a new TV. You did. And then I got a new TV and it's still dark. Well, okay. I would like to come and fine tune some settings on your TV. But you're right. Two things can be true. They can be producing dark looking shows and your TV was old. Those can be true. And your old TV could accentuate the darkness problem. That could be. Anyway, so this last episode, episode two, season two of Yellow Jackets. I don't know that I want to continue watching this. Because what happened was so dark. And by mm. dark, I mean like weird and dark. Okay. Mentally dark, disturbing, I want out kind of situation. Two things. Something happened in present day mm-hmm. and something happened in past, in the past. We do have a, a caller on the line. It's Carmen. Uh, let's go to Carmen. Hey, Carmen. You're on Hi, the Don and Steve experience. Are you watching Hi. Yellow Jackets? Yes. Did My you, co-worker and I are both watching it. What did you think of the last, did you see episode two of season two? We have. That was crazy. Right? I mean, we don't want to give anything away, of course. And I think they kind of hinted towards some of this, but some of it was like so disturbing. I'm like, what? No. Are you sticking with it? I just wonder where the storyline is going after this. I mean, that was, it was very, very disturbing. But, yeah. And what about the coach? What's going on with the coach there? Oh, yeah. Good question. The one-legged coach. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Because Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't start right. out that way. Where's this streaming again, Donna? Carmen, thank you for the call. We appreciate it. Where's this streaming? Uh, Showtime. I got to tell you. Showtime. So if you have the extension uh, on your Amazon Prime, you can watch it there. I know you're never going to watch Lost. I might. Probably not. I though. might dabble. I'm going to just spoil some. I wish I had watched you. that during the pandemic instead it, of that Breaking Bad garbage. It had, Whoa. yeah, that hurt a lot of people. I already knew this about her. I was just going to let it slide. And I stopped after season two with Breaking Bad. Not because I hated it, but we were just like. I even watched Better Call Saul. Wow. Did you watch Lost, Mike? I did not. Okay. Um, Lost, they, they masterfully had everybody alone on this island. And then the first time that the th- it was introduced that maybe they weren't alone. Oh, sure. was just so... Almost like like hair sticking up on the back of your neck of like, oh my gosh. Right. What the heck? Well, there's is going a little bit of that, that in Yellow Jackets as well. What if Kevin Costner leaves Yellowstone and goes to Yellow Jackets? Only works in Yellow Jackets. <laughs> oh my shows. god, I love <laughs> from here on out. <laughs> Let's see uh what Kelly has to say. Hey Kelly, you're on the Don and Steve experience. Are you watching Yellow Jackets? And if so, what do you think? I am watching it, and I do feel like Donna felt after the second episode of this season where I had this moment of going, oh, I don't know if I can keep watching it. I do, without any spoiler alerts, I really rethought 
um, having barbecue for right. Easter, Donna. <laughs> and um, Somebody gets eaten. <laughs> they eat somebody. And, yep. uh, but you know what I am doing? I kind of stepped back a little bit, and I kind of am doing the what would I do. Oh, yeah, sure. Faced with uh, the most horrific circumstances and it comes down to survival. Do any of us really know what we could no. or couldn't do? So because of that, I'll probably keep watching. The acting is fantastic. Yeah, it really is. It's so So it kind good. of pulls you in. Yeah, they've got, there's so many things going on at once. So many things. Even in present day, the, um, oh, what's her name? Shauna's character and her husband. Yeah. How they kind of go and hang out with the parents of her friends. Remember that situation? Yes, really. It's really all kind it's just, of icky, but I'm really coming up with the conclusion that Shauna, who I wanted to like, is a really, really bad person. I'm thinking that too. <laughs> and she is played by Melanie yes. Linsky, who was Rose yes. on um She's killing it as, uh, as two and a half uh, men. Goal, but she's she's really I, I was sympathetic, but now I'm just really kind of looking at her. She's a really bad person. Yeah, or she screwed up. <laughs> she's really messed up. Yeah, yeah. Really screwed up. Yeah. Oh thank- I'm gonna probably keep watching it, but yeah, this this last episode made me go Oh, I don't know. I know. I'm like, what? Now, what is she saying to her <laughs> husband? Like, this is sick and twisted, and the daughter's involved. And uh, anyway, thank you, Kelly. Steve, yeah. you Carmen. might. Okay. What was it, Carmen? Bye. Oh, Carmen. Sorry. Uh, no, that Carmen was the first one. That Kelly was the second. Oh, one. I just had a real. Sorry, Phil. Don't have time for you. Uh, Steve, maybe you would like it. I think I might like it. And I've watched a live. They eat somebody on a live. I didn't say they ate anybody. Well, she did. <laughs> Don't worry. Listen, there are wild boar. There are there are bears in the wilderness. All sorts of stuff. I'd eat a bear. Wonder what a bear tastes like compared to chicken or steak. Probably chicken. <laughs> we'll be back.